Hello and welcome. Just, I'm just saying, but we are up to episode 49 of this podcast. And next week, I have something very special for you for episode number 50. But for today, I wanted to give you a sneak peek inside a workshop I presented live this week. Um, it's called Supercharging Sales in Your First Year of Business and Beyond. And one of the lessons I shared about, um, I want to give you a snippet of today. Um, it's not quite as good without the visual um, aids that go along with it, but I think you'll still gain a lot out of it. I've snipped out the parts that don't make heaps of sense without it. So you should be pretty good, um, pretty good to go. Um, but this episode, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really great one for helping to learn um, some ways that you can make sure that you're avoiding burnout in your business by doing tasks that aren't going to help your business to move forward um, in terms of making sure that you're not wasting time doing bad things and also making sure that the time you do spend is actually useful for your business. So that's what I'm going to be chatting about today and I hope you find it so helpful. Um, and I also want to mention before I get into this episode that um, the doors for my online course, DIY Design My Biz, are open right now and are open until Thursday the 9th. So only for a couple of days and I would absolutely love to have you in. Um, DIY Design My Biz is my signature program that teaches business owners how they can create their own standout brand and graphics. I teach you the, all the design principles, all the know-how, every single thing that you need to know so that when you're creating graphics for your business, whether that's your branding, whether that's your social media posts, whether it's a flyer, whatever you're creating, it works to attract people to your business. It works to help you to feel so proud of your business. It works to help people understand what you're about and convert into customers or clients. And so as we know, design is so important to a successful business. Business and it's important that you know how to do it really well. And I want to help you to do that. And so if you are interested, please head to DIYDesignMyBiz.com and you can find out all the details and you can enroll um, before the 9th if you are very interested. So thank you for listening and I hope you love this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to Design Hacks for DIYers. I'm your host, Jackie Norton, creator of DIY Design My Biz. And I'm here to help you take on making your own business graphics. Why? Because I believe that all businesses deserve to look amazing, attract their dream client, and to communicate their value, even if they don't have the budget for a great designer just yet. I've been working with incredible businesses for years as their trusted graphic designer, but now it's time to flip the tables. I want to share with you my pro design hacks so that you can confidently build your own beautiful visual brand and graphics. Let's do this. Lesson number one I want to share with you today is for working unsustainable hours. So for those of you struggling with that, really listen up. And for those of you who aren't, I feel like you should listen up too because there are some really helpful tips in here to prevent you from ever getting stuck in this as well. Um, because I think a big reason that we get caught up in working unsustainable hours is that we're doing too much. Um, if you're feeling this way, then the chances are that you're doing you're not only trying to do everything, but you're doing too much of the wrong thing. Um, your focus isn't in the places that are going to give your business the best return or value or clients. So particularly when it comes to design, you see, we make when we make graphics for our business, we, we have to make so many of them. We have to make our social media posts. We have to make presentation slides. We have to make flyer. Or if you haven't made any of these graphics yet, then chances are that you're avoiding it. And we can't avoid graphics. Um, as a business owner, we need we have a decision to make. Will the graphics that we make be helpful for my business or will the graphics be hindering my success? Because the thing is, as human beings, as human beings, we are very visual creatures. We decide within 13 milliseconds if something is worth our time or not. 
it seems really harsh, but it's really clever if you think about it. As human beings, we're seeing thousands of images, of images every single day. And if you are spending even three seconds on every image that you see, you are wasting so much time in your day. But as humans, we spend 13 milliseconds and we check if a graphic is relevant to us. And if it's not, we move on. And if it is, we spend a little bit more time on it. We're constantly just unconsciously sifting through everything that we see, working out whether it's going to be helpful to us, entertaining to us, interesting to us. And then we choose to give our attention to some things and then ditch anything that doesn't appeal to us. That's why it's so important as businesses that we capture and connect with our audiences because you can literally not afford to always be skipped over, to always be scrolled past for those 13 milliseconds. Someone could be coming across your business and your graphic in less than a second, they're deciding whether or not they want to continue giving you their time or whether they'll just move on, maybe to never come back. So we need to really stand out. We need people to consume our content, to get to know our businesses and to then hopefully purchase from us. We need to not be forgettable. You need to stand out. And so I want to help you go from a forgettable business to an industry standout business. So I want you to let me know in the comments now, which one of these two things do you do? I just want to make sure that I'm on the right page here. Do you stop at every single post that you see on your Instagram? Like say when you're scrolling, do you go whoop, and then you do read the caption and you go whoop, then you read the whole caption or even part of the caption and then every single post you're looking at it or you're like me and you're literally just scrolling, scrolling and then someone's, something captures your attention like oh, and you give it your attention. But if it's not, you're just scrolling past. Unless something stands out to you, you're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, so I think, yeah, a lot of you, a lot of you are the same as me. We just scroll. And so we need to make sure that our businesses are using that to our advantage. We need, we need to be doing graphics that are really going to be jumping out at our audience, that are capturing their attention. But it's more than just that. We need to be asking ourselves, what does my audience need to know? And how can I make a graphic around that so that it's really succinct and really short? So firstly, I want you to ask yourself every time you create a graphic, why does someone want to, why, why should someone work with me? Just as a, as a whole, as a business, why should someone work with you? It's that why or multiple whys that leads anyone into giving you their time, let alone handing over their hard-earned cash. Because for example, if you run a beauty salon, think about why people come to you. It's not to get their legs waxed. It's deeper. It might be to feel confident. It might be to fit in. What is their deeper why? When we know our customers deeper why or our clients deeper why, then we can connect with them a lot more deeply and a lot more resonatively. It's definitely not a word, but I like it. I'm going to keep using it. <laughs> we need to know. And, and so after we've worked out their why, we then need to ask ourselves, what does my audience need to know? What, not what could I tell my audience in this graphic, but what do they need to know? If you're launching a product or a new or an event, then I, as your audience, need to know some certain things to get me over the line to purchase from you. And there's certain things that I also don't need to know, things that will only distract me from your message, things that will bore me into even giving up looking at your content at all. I mean, obviously, we don't want that. So I want you to be able to dig deeper into avoiding that burnout that I mentioned earlier. And this is how I'm going to, this is how we're going to do it. Burnout stems from when you're doing too much and too much of the wrong thing. And I can guarantee that if you've ever sat down to create a graphic for your business and if you haven't, then this might be one of the things that is stopping you. That when you sit down and you open up that big white blank space, you feel all kinds of overwhelm. There's this stance like staring back at you saying, fill me, make me look pretty. And you're like, I don't know what to do. There's just so much text I need to arrange and just so much design stuff I need to do. It just feels overwhelming. 
if you've done research into who your audience is, then you probably feel this even more so because you know what you know that there's so much stuff you want to say and how much you want to communicate to your audience. You know all the text you want to fit into this little tiny graphic and the thought of arranging it all is enough to make you want to shut up shop, dig a little hole and lie in that for the rest of your life. Okay, it's probably a little bit dramatic, but that's how I felt sometimes when a client has sent me way too much text to try to fit into this one graphic. Because the reality is when we're creating a graphic, you need to stop saying so much. If we want to capture someone's attention, we need to be short and to the point. I can almost guarantee that unless a follower is super invested in you, they won't stop to read a whole massive chunk of text. Um, they might stop for a few large a few large keywords and the sentence, and that's why we need to lean into that kind of idea with our graphics, not putting heaps of stuff, but doing this kind of thing. But then you might be thinking, but Jackie, where's all the information meant to go? If you're promoting an event or a product or a program, and there's probably more that you need to say that's going to fit into this, this, this little pretty picture. And I get that. And that's what your caption is for, at least on social media anyway. And if it's not on social media, then maybe it's a flyer. But can you picture with me, when you open up a flyer, if you see blocks of text, you're going to be, I don't have time for this, hold it back up and chuck it in the recycling bin. We, 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 we do, we're so time poor as humans, we don't want to be overwhelming our audience by saying, here, read this massive slab of text because you're so invested in my business. They're not. You're just a, one small part of their world. So we need to make sure that what we're, what we're creating is really edible. It's a weird word to use graphics, but I'm going to go there. It's, it's, it's bite-sized and, it, and, it, and it's easy to consume. That's probably easy to consume is probably better word than edible um, because saying less is actually going to help us to get more information across because people are actually going to read it rather than feeling overwhelmed and scrolling past or chucking it in the bin. And so the beauty of less text is actually twofold. Firstly, your audience is a whole lot more likely to read it and convert when they see when they when they see text and actually and it's eye-catching and, and inviting to read instead of overwhelming and blur and a whole block of text. And secondly, it will save you time. I can't tell you how much easier it is to design a graphic that has less text in it than to try to design a graphic that is just got sentences and sentences and sentences of paragraphs and text to arrange. And that's how you can save yourself from burnout in this area. In businesses, we have to learn to stop doing too much of the wrong thing. So instead of spending your time making graphics that don't look good, that don't communicate and that don't connect with your audience and wasting your precious time, spend your precious time creating a graphic that actually will convert and create growth in your business. And so how can you actually cut down text and arrange it in a way that is going to stand out to your potential customers? I'm going to get a little bit technical now. I want to encourage you. So if you've got your action guide handy, this will be helpful to look at. Um, but pretty much I want you to think of something that you'd like to promote. Maybe you've got a workshop you're wanting to run soon or promote. you want to make, send a little ebook or a little lead magnet out to your audience or um, create a new offer, whatever it is. Maybe pop that in the chat box now. Let me know if you want to if like think of what you want to create next in your business. Is it for a workshop, for an ebook, for a lead magnet, for a, a sale? Whatever it is, pop those pop like ebook or workshop or product in the in the chat box. We can begin to start thinking about how we can sift down our message so it's really clear and concise and really easy to design. So now that you have that idea in mind of whether it's a workshop or an ebook or whatever it is, first I want you to ask yourself. Sorry. That's the slide that was meant to go just now. <laughs> lead magnet, awesome, awesome, Liz. Lead magnet for Nicole, also perfect. I want you to ask yourself, now that you know that, is why would someone need my product or service? Next, I want you to think about where are they going to come into contact with your product or service? So say, for example, are you posting about it on Instagram 
or you're posting a poster in your local fish and chip shop. This, the answer to this is important because if someone's coming across you on Instagram, chances are they've already got a connection with you. They already know who you are. You don't have to build rapport or credibility. But if someone's coming across you as a cold audience, as someone that hasn't interacted with you before, like a poster in a fish and chip shop or on a Facebook ad or something like that, then you have to have a graphic that says something slightly different because you need to convey how awesome you are as well as what your lead magnet is about, for example. You need to build that credibility. So you need to know why would someone need my product or service? And then you need to know where are they going to see it because that, that's going to inform how much information I need to share with them about how great I am. Like I could say to you, buy my massage kit. But if you didn't know that I was a great masseuse, then you're not going to trust me that I you should buy my massage kit. So just thinking about that kind of thing. Finally, I also want you to think about of, of what does someone need to know to get them over the line to convert? And by convert, I mean to help them encourage you to buy their product, help them encourage them to buy your product or service or to sign up for your lead magnet or to buy a ticket to your event. What do they need to know? Do, you, do they need to know the name of your offer? Do they need to know the pricing or the dates or how to get it? Do they need to know the transformation they're getting by downloading your lead magnet? All these different things. Put yourself in your audience's shoes. What do they need to know? Not, not, not what could they know, but what do they need to know? And once you've considered these things, I want you to write down some simple dot points that cover off everything that they need to know about your offer. And then I want you to go over these dot points and get really ruthless about what to include in your graphic. Do they really need to know every single piece of the information or can they find that out later? Can they work out later whether they want to, um, uh, like, <laughs> like for example, like if you're doing a lead magnet, you could list out heaps and heaps of dot points about why they need it, or you could list out two really key ones and then put the rest of them on your landing page, those kinds of things. So just thinking about how can I just succinctly cover what they need to know and not too much. And then we're done. Not quite. <laughs> one, there's actually one more step to consider, and that is to order your information in order from least to most important. In the designer world, this is called hierarchy. So hierarchy thinks about what's going to stand out first to someone in a graphic, and then what's going to stand out next to them, and then what's going to stand out next to them. It's kind of taking them on a visual journey through your graphic. The benefit of using hierarchy is that you can use large text to capture someone's attention. That's the most important part of the information of your graphic. And then you can, you can hook them in and get them interested. And then once you do that, then you can take them on a journey of like, oh, this is my, this is my lead magnet that's going to help you transform your life. You could have transform your life really big. And then smaller text, you have a free lead magnet. And then smaller text, you could say, download the link in my bio, whatever it is, taking them on that visual journey. I want to encourage you that cutting down your text and working out hierarchy makes the design process so much easier and means your graphics will be more successful at attracting and converting your audience. You're not wasting time creating graphics that aren't going to do those things. And the beauty of that is that you're going to be on your way to avoiding burnout. You're no longer wasting time creating graphics you don't, that don't connect with your audience that you spend way too much time on because your design time is now halved. And so let's think about it. Say a normal graphic is taking you about one hour to design. It might be communicating and it might not even be communicating to your audience in the first place. So imagine that one hour time is now stuck down to 30 minutes. It's taken you half the time to create that graphic. That's 50% of your time saved. How much revenue does that lose your business every single time that you get bogged down in creating a graphic that takes you way too long to make that might not even be converting? How much revenue is that losing you? If say if your, your hourly rate is $50, then you're spending $25 of your time working on the graphic that's not even working for you. And so... I want to encourage you to 
to, to, to learn this stuff and to learn it well so that you can save so much time in your business because every time you, you, you save half an hour creating a graphic, every time you cut the time of designing a graphic in half, you're buying back so much time in your business and in your revenue and in your sanity as you grow your business. So I want to give you an action step for this lesson, for this point. And that is after this workshop, I want you to go back to the last graphic that you made for your business, whether it's an Instagram post or a flyer or whatever it is. And I want you to ask yourself, am I happy with the amount of text on this graphic? Can I remake it in a way that is more succinct, more clearer, more eye-catching, better at connecting with my audience? So that's your action point from this step. So I hope you enjoy that episode. I think... I think it's really important to think about these things and to consider for ourselves as business owners, how can I be best using my time? And is potentially is learning how to do design that's more successful, more communicative, and that takes me less time going to be a good move for my business in the long term. And if you think that it might be, I would love to have a chat to you. The doors, as I said at the start, the doors for DIY Design My Biz are currently open at the recording of this podcast and are closing on Thursday. So please don't miss out. So that's Thursday, the 9th of December. And if you're interested in DIY Design My Biz, now is a time to jump on it. I just want to encourage you that learning this stuff will save you so much time in the long run. It will mean that you are connecting better to your audience. It will mean that you're converting your clients better. You're attracting them better. All of this really important stuff um, that is important to a successful business, you know. Um, and so if you're interested, please head to DIYDesignMyBiz.com. Um, there's some links in the show notes if you want that. Links in, the, in my Instagram bio, all the stuff. And I would absolutely love to have you. Um, I want to encourage you that even over the holidays, like if you're taking some time off over the summer, this could be a really great opportunity just to spend a couple hours learning this stuff, getting it right for your business so that you can see that growth and you can see that time being saved. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and um, I'm so thrilled that you could join me today. Well, you don't have to be sad. This episode is over. There is more. I would love to see you over on my Instagram at whitedeergd and we can chat, we can catch up, you can see what's going on, you can see all the different tips. Plus, if you'd like more freebies or more information or more help, just head to my website at whitedeer.com.au. See you next week.